Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Talk About Theories. I am your host, Gabrielle Jackson. Today we will be discussing the communicator and the important role that the key player establishes in social life. Here we will explore five major groups of theories. So, without further ado, let's get started. As I mentioned earlier, there are five theories that scholars correlate with the communicator. They include biophysiological, cognitive and information processing, communication competence, theory of identity, and last but not least, theories of agency. The first theory that we will begin to unpack is biophysiological, or as the book likes to call it, trait theories. Trait theories emerge from psychology. It is sought out to understand aspects of personality and behavior that remains constant for each person. This theory was one of the first to be developed in the communication discipline to describe the communicator. One of the traits that was described in this section was argumentativeness. Our book describes the term as a tendency to engage in conversations about controversial topics, to be able to support your own point of view, and effectively refute opposing beliefs. Authors Little John and Foss used a case study conducted by Dominic Infante and his colleagues as an example. The study talked about violent marriages and how they include high verbal aggressiveness and also low argumentativeness. But if the roles were switched, the marriage would be less violent. Our next main theory is cognitive and information processing, which discusses how humans think, organize, process, and store information. It's just like trait theory in a sense that it has a psychological orientation. Scholars who practice this theory use it to identify how humans behave in certain settings, which in the long run will identify mental processes like attention, perception, and interpretation. One of the theories that fell into this category was uncertain reduction theory. This specific theory addresses the basic process of how we gain knowledge or reduce uncertainty about other people. Scholars Charles Berger and his colleagues use this theory to process the art of attraction. Ultimately, as humans, if a person is attracted to you, they were going to want to know more about that individual. But if there's not much interest, then the levels of uncertainty increase, causing a reduction in action to gain that knowledge. I personally found that interesting because it makes you think about that one time when you thought of another person as being cute and you wanted to know more. Individuals use different strategies or tactics to gain as much information as possible to suppress that uncertainty. The third theory discussed in the book is communication competence, which is an attempt to explain one individual's interaction with another individual. It focuses mainly on the adequate, appropriate, and successful encounters rather than the negative ones. One of the theories that falls under competent communication is interaction adaption theory. According to authors Little John and Foss, individuals participate in this theory when their social cues become a positive influence on someone else or vice versa. The example in the book, which I believe happens all the time, is when a one person is riding in the car with their friend and that person driving begins to turn on music and allows a singing session to commence. 
causing the next person to do the same. The nonverbal behavior of one rubs off on the other. Now, there are times when the nonverbal behavior can be a negative influence. Imagine that same scenario. This time, the passenger did not begin singing. Instead, that person remained silent or stared out into the window. The driver would then feel forced to find a way to overcompensate for the other person's negative behavior, whether it's forcing a conversation or continuing to scan through music until the behavior becomes balanced. So far, we have talked about psychological and biological mechanisms, as well as cognitive themes as a way to process information. Now it's time to discuss identities and how it is used to interact with individuals. Identity theory focuses on who you are as a person and how it influences, constructs, and adjusts a person's sense of self when you're surrounded by other people in other situations. It also focuses on how people differentiate from each other. One theory I can personally relate to is cultural identity theory, which was used to construct and negotiate cultural group identities and relationships across contexts. Scholar Mary Jean Calder and her colleagues developed this theory because they were interested in how diversity was realized within certain cultural settings. The example which I can admit I have done unconsciously from time to time, talks about how African-Americans or any culture are more conscious of different races surrounding them when they are the only person of their ethnicity in that setting. I find this to be relatable because I can think of countless times where I may have been the only black person at an event compared to a handful of times where I was the only female at a gathering. The final theory in chapter three that we will discuss is agency. Unlike the others, agency takes on a more linguistic approach. Chapter three sums up agency as the capacity to make a difference. It is considered to be a property of communicators because in a way, it needs a communicator to make choices based upon how to respond during interaction. Agency can be dated back to the time of ancient Greece when linguistic scholars were studying oratory and rhetoric, both which are considered the beginning of communication discipline. But over time, many scholars debated the theory, shaping it to fit more modern times. Scholar Carlin Coors Campbell writes, agency is the capacity to act, that is to have the competence to speak or write in a way that will be recognized or heeded by others in one's community. This brings us to the end of chapter three. As you can tell, there are many ways a person can encounter the characteristics and resources of the communicator. This has been Talk About Theories. Until next time.